Do you have any questions or comments at this point? So you said, um, I think, um, to allow the heart to grow larger uh, to, in order to contain one, one's regrets, but I don't really understand how to do that. I think that, first of all, that just having that idea, that the way I can be with this instead of, oh, I did that stupid thing, I did, you know, the kind of way we usually talk to ourselves, but have that idea first, that what's needed here is really an acceptance of the whole thing. That's the, that's what happened. That's what I did. That's where, you know, I could have done something different. Okay, can I, can I really bring kindness and compassion to this? So that's a start. Just turning our mind in that direction. And when the, sometimes we have this habit of thinking, beating ourselves up and thinking neg- negatively, we can, we can start to re- recognize that there's a danger in that. When we see the danger in things, then oftentimes our mind is, is starting to drop it because it realizes the harm in it. When I uh, was in the monastery, because of, of living in the monastery, the things we say and do are so much magnified because of all the practice and everybody's got these same intentions. And I found that sometimes I would say something to a sister or something that was a little sharp. And I could feel my energy behind it. And I didn't want to do that. And I, and I couldn't understand where it was coming from. And then as I would observe my own patterns of thinking, I realized that whenever that happened, the day before, I would be having a kind of thought pattern that was this whole stream of negative self-criticisms. So I'd be thinking of all this, you know, not all, <laughs> that's a whole catalog, but the some of the things that were stupid that I had done, and it's like really, you know, like that that internal voice saying, that was really stupid. You did that, and then you did that. And there's this cringe that goes with it, or something that I've said, or a way that I treated someone. And then I realized that because I was not making that conscious, it was there, it was happening, but I wasn't attending to it. I was just going on with the day. That later, some kind of reaction would happen. My conclusion is that there's this childlike part of my mind that believes what it's told. And when I 
when I let in what's actually arising and I don't give it energy if it's unwholesome, this is around that wisdom and, you know, like applying energy, if I don't emphasize or keep, keep running over that unwholesome pattern of thought, but I replace it with positive thought, positive patterns. I mean, this can sound like psychological, behavioral sort of training, and that works. I find that the, the part of the brain, the part of the mind that believes this self-talk, really believes the more wholesome, more true representation. And the true representation often can include more understanding of the circumstances that surrounded those bad choices that I made. A lot of times we forget all that. I made this mistake or I did this thing or I had this wrong idea about how I should act or I was following a pattern that I had learned from way back when and I hadn't examined it. But if I put some wholesome, encouraging understanding around it, it really makes a huge difference. It starts to shift. All of that is the heart growing larger. More, it can it can contain more. It can it can hold more with a kind of evenness of mind, equanimity, and it can allow that past, whatever it's been, to be the way it was without having to be ashamed of it or push it away or shove it under the reaches of the mind. Does that help? I'll try it. And there are other ways, too. Ajahn Sumedho, who had been a monk for about 40 years, when I think when he said this, said, since I became a monk because of all the precepts, I haven't done anything really bad in 40 years. And any of us can do that. We can say, okay, from today onwards, I'm going to keep this standard. And then the longer we do that, the more the previous ways of being fade into the background. I don't do that anymore. And there's a different whole sense of ourselves. That nobility begins to evolve and blossom in us. You don't have to be a monk or a nun to do that. We all can do that. And sometimes it's a real challenge because of the messages we've been given through our life about maybe not being good enough or not whatever. But we can correct that and live in a way that's noble. It's not about wealth or intelligence or anything like that. It's available for all of us. It's about purity of heart. And it's a process. And we need to be willing to be persistent and loving towards ourselves as we go through it.
And then when we get to the point where we're going to take our last breath, we don't have any regrets. No fear of what's going to happen. Because you've been living in that refuge. 